This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the Bite Size Book Club podcast, She Well Read. We're your hosts, Alana. And Samra, and we're two black girls in our mid-twenties who are on a journey to get back into reading. Our goal is to encourage women to not only read any and everything, but to also read at your own pace. Each episode, we take a bite-sized approach to reading by breaking down one chapter of a book and diving into a multitude of topics. We see reading as a source of empowerment and want to bring people together through shared experiences and provide a platform that promotes reading as a source of empowerment. Thanks for being here, and let's get on to the show. Hey, well-read baddies. Welcome to another episode of She Well-Read. I'm Alana. And I'm Sarah. And today, we're back with the usual bullshit. <laughs> What's the one? Back up on my bullshit. Na, 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 na. Y'all know we love to sing. We I feel do. like I be feeling like Lex P whenever <laughs> I start singing on the show. Uh, don't make me sing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you did you listen to their last episode, the one where she was like, uh, I love Dylan with a rich nigga. Like that that song and she started singing it. They did a whole TikTok. I'm about to send it to no, you. It's do. so funny. I love her. She's so funny. They are literally the best. They are. I Lex and Drea. Shout out to Lex and Drea. Shout out to the poor crew. If you are a member of the poor crew, poor minds, know what we're talking about. ACL. Shout it out in the comments. Houston. We love Lex and Drea here in this house. We stand. We, stand. <laughs> we went to their show in well, Yeah, we went together. to their show. Mm-hmm. It was so cute. We brought our time. little man with us mm-hmm. it was a good time it was a good time i mean they're going on tour again oh i hope they come back to Bur- birmingham's not on the we list yet lit. but we were lit we were lit i hope they remember that <laughs> right i was like because i was like damn like i know it was a crowd i think it was probably not as big a crowd as other cities damn i just but thought like, about how much bigger other cities are right but like we're right here next to atlanta so i feel like they should come whenever back whenever people like put us like whenever they show up to mm-hmm. Birmingham I'm always like I have to go because yeah. it's just so convenient yeah and it just makes me feel good that we're on the list right we're here like Erica Badu came to uh Tuscaloosa. Oh, Tuscaloosa yeah I remember you went I guess she always goes I don't oh. know like it's always part of her stop I'm mm-hmm. not sure but like I was just like, you thought a little Alabama. <laughs> right. You know who I'm still sick that she does not think of Alabama, but says it in a whole fucking song? Uh, Beyonce? Yes. Yeah. My daddy, Alabama. Hello? Alabama. Right. I mean, Lil Wayne came. Coming. He's coming. Oh, he's coming. <laughs> this is what happens when you didn't buy a ticket. I'm so weak. I'm a beater, though. Even though I wanted to, man. It just came and went so fast. It did. He sold out so quick. But you know who else is going on tour? I don't know if you saw my Instagram DM earlier. No. Phoebe's going on tour. Oh, oh no, I did see mm-hmm. it. Oh, so, okay, so we not only can, like, get tickets through the giveaway, <laughs> we can go. I hope Even so. if we, which I'm not speaking that, but... We can always get our own tickets. We can, because I, I looked it up. I want to go. I want to go too, period. I looked We're going to see you, I, I looked up the Atlanta show that she has in October, and it's not expensive at all. It's very reasonable. It was like 50-something dollars with fees. That'll be really fun. I know. And it's like in the front, too. Is there like VIP? I don't know, but I want to get it if I'm it is. Backstage <laughs> pass. I know, but I feel like, you know, we do, we do the little, the competition. I feel like we got a good chance. Oh, uh, I feel like we, we kill shit like that. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to teach me. <laughs> it takes me a few more takes now. That's okay. With the We're going to do it. Now, I wasn't a dancer like I was that. So weak. <laughs> no, I think we got this. We got this. Um, shout out to Phoebe Robinson. That's who we were talking about, who was the author of last season's book, Please Don't Sit in My Bed in Your Outside Clothes. Yeah. She's going on tour. It's called Messy AF. <laughs> Which, I love like, her. Right, if you know her or like if you listened to us last season, it's very on brand. She is so fucking funny. She is. So Follow her on Instagram if you're not already because she has so like so funny. Hilarious. Literally. Um all right, shout out corner. 
Hello. Hello. Uh, follow us everywhere at She Will Red. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, people. I have we have been getting some subscribers why, trickling in. What? Why? <laughs> for YouTube. <laughs> like YMCA? Yeah. <laughs> you so like, you why for YouTube? Um, we have our new Amazon storefront that we are still moving the list over. But if you want the full list, go to our bookshop. You'll Period. never run out of things to read because we're constantly adding stuff on there. So you can't ever say you, we didn't tell you what to read or there make recommendations. Go. So yeah, Get there's into that. It. Um, and yeah, coffee break. Um, so Sam and I went to go watch the new Tiana Taylor movie, yes. A Thousand and One. <laughs> What were you gonna say? Never. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something. I was just, I just had a flashback to our whole conversation. Oh, after the movie. Yes. <laughs> yes, we went with resident well-read baddie Autumn. <laughs> Love you, girl. Yes, and we had many thoughts on this movie. Yeah, so many. We talked for like three hours after the movie, guys. Literally in the in the front of a taco mama with margaritas. <laughs> No, it's fucking wild. It was. <laughs> For we no have reason. No reason at all. Yeah. Watch it. Go yeah. watch it. Look, I Listen. love a black woman getting her bag. Period. We, maybe we won't do spoilers. We won't tell y'all what it was about or anything. But we want to hear what y'all think if you watched it or like if you watched the trailer, what do you think it's going to be about? And then if you actually go watch the movie and then what it was actually about and like tell us your thoughts. Tell us what you were thinking. Please. Because we had three hours worth of thoughts. <laughs> so many. Like we were talking in the parking lot for way too long and I was like, maybe we should yeah. sit down. I was like, do y'all want to get a drink? Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. I mean, it was perfect. At that point. So we got our little marks and mm -hmm. we just, it definitely will make you think. Yeah, it which we think on, is the was the point of the movie. It touched on a lot of very relevant topics mm -hmm. and honestly it was like kind of a historical glance at the past 20 years of new york yeah 30 even yeah it was it was a lot it was a lot it was a lot to unpack a lot to discuss as we've said already yeah. but also friendly reminder to have a girl date or have a friend date with your girlfriends or whoever you be hanging out with because it's good. It okay. was very impromptu for us. I mean, we were going to the movie, but we didn't plan to, like, talk for three hours afterwards. But it was great. Yeah, we, like, we be busy. So even mm. though we live in the same city, it's like we don't even We don't talk anymore. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, you know, I got a new job. Mm -hmm. Like Men. Men's is involved. Mm -hmm. School. School is involved. Lively life in. Yes. And so. so, you know, sometimes you don't make time for your friends, but you got to remember, like, those are the day one mm -hmm. original, always going to be there for you. Right. Pick you up when you're down. Right. We'll talk to you for three hours outside of the Taco <laughs> Mama. <laughs> in, in Vestavia Hills. In Vestavia Hills. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. yeah 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 girls girls this is for the girls and that's the episode title maybe i don't know it might not be relevant after we get into this chapter mm. this and one with is, that. right and with the, okay segue <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's segue. get, get into, into the chapter <laughs> that was good we i want a little <laughs> we did we really did i want a little like box Kind of like she had on the show where she pressed a button and that sound would come out oh, on iCarly. You better stop. <laughs> that would be so funny. What if we did mm -hmm. our own episode of like iCarly? You know what I mean? iCarly esque. Because they were, right, because they were like best friends. Yeah. And like, like random dancing. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so funny? That would be funny though. Just like in honor of this book. Like but like, would it end. be in honor? Because she fucking hated that series oh. of her life. So would it be Maybe like. Maybe let's never do it. Like, ever <laughs> talk about. Like, Lana was just telling me. <laughs> Tell them what she just told me. Well, I think it's a spoiler for the book. So. Oh, really? Yeah, because it was like somebody like posted an audiobook clip. So I think we're going to uh, get to it. So I don't want to spoil uh, it. Oh, damn. So, y'all, yeah. we. It feels like we've been reading so many chapters, but. <laughs> We're, we've got more than Listen. half of the book left like that yeah we've got like a quarter through left, and yeah. that's what we've read yeah but we've talked about so much 
Already. Already. Um, But we are kicking it off with chapter 19. So we, of course, are on this journey of her becoming an actress (laughs) in Hollywood. And um, right now, her and her mom are creating a demo reel, which is basically like a bunch of clips of like your past performances that you've done like all combined into one to be able to send to people so that maybe you don't have to audition or maybe they'll consider you more for auditions and stuff like that so her mom's like we're really close to a big break we just need a little extra support and that's why they're doing the demo reel and of course there's somebody new a new manager talent manager manager man right that her mom is trying to impress her name is susan curtis and she's a talent manager and her mom's determined to get her signed to her like she was with all of the right the last two right exactly your life right i mean which is over it yeah i don't know like do they become bad like what's going on i think like somebody better like yeah i feel like always greener type of thing right i feel like in like in that industry and really in any industry it's kind of just like shopping around to see like who's doing it better or differently that could help you out as the person who needs help i feel like props to her mom for being like dedicated yeah. in a weird in a, way in a very She's weird very way consistent about like you're gonna do this and then you're gonna do this and it's all like all the baby steps towards mm-hmm. like she's going in the right <laughs> for her <laughs> for her right right um and so yeah so then they finish up the demo reel send it to susan and susan ends up wanting to represent her and her mom's super excited. And okay, so in the last uh, episode, we ended on the chapter where she did this really dramatic performance um, that basically like encompassed like because she sees her mom acting like this, like throwing a fit and whatever that everybody was so impressed by. Apparently, when it actually came time to do the performance, it wasn't as good as her callback performance. Mm, yeah, she like lost herself in the in the callback, which I mean. In a way, it's like you do kind of want to be better in the in that moment, right? To get the role, right? But I can see how it's like, damn, you know, you should technically save the best for like what's gonna be on scene, right? What's gonna be seen by the masses? But you can't control that. Mm -hmm. And so her mom literally says, "Yes, baby, yes." Mom screams, so excited. Even with an underperformance, you still impress. Imagine how impressed she'd have been, Susan. If she'd seen your callback, basically saying like, yay, you got it. But like, you still could have done better. Like still calling back to that moment. And it reminded me. Just give it to her. Right. It reminded me of this time. Okay. When I was in high school and was it high school? Mm-mm, no, it was middle school. And I wanted to be on the swim team. Didn't know how to swim, but I wanted to be on the swim team. Like because of the vibe? The I, I just like, I just. I don't know. I was in a silly, goofy mood and wanted to be a swimmer, but, but didn't <laughs> know how to swim. Hilarious. I love that. <laughs> but my mom was like, all right, let's do it. Yeah, and yeah. so I go to the swim tryouts and like I can swim to save my life. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I am not a good swimmer. Like, you know how they be dying? And it looks all oh, like yeah, athletic and shit. Yes. So I jump in the pool. Uh-huh. And looked like a dying fish. Not a dying <laughs> fish. And so when I popped my head out at the end, everybody's like coming around, like, "Are you okay?" Like <laughs> at the end, I wish I had video footage because God, I'm so glad I don't. <laughs> but my mom, like, was like, while everybody else was seeing if I was, was okay, there. yeah, she was like dying laughing but like still wanted to make sure i was okay oh. but like that thing that i'm sure i'll do with my kids when they do I something just, i can literally see you doing that to your child <laughs> but she will but that's fucked she won't that's not the right time ever live it down you know that's rude because that's not like your fave moment it's not i was so embarrassed like i had friends there like it was just a very like humbling experience you had friends there mm-hmm. oh god <laughs> i would have contemplated dark things that night <laughs> i would have been like i can't get back to that school right like i can't come back you gotta from switch this. schools mom right and my friends were texting me like are you okay like <laughs> <laughs> like not even I around. Because I didn't 
didn't make it, obviously. Oh, okay, right. Um, Damn, but it's yeah. so hard the first time you don't make something. Mm-hmm. It's very, I agree with you, it's humbling. <laughs> <laughs> very humbling. So that's reminded, like, when her mom, like, keeps bringing up the fact that she didn't do well at her callback, that, like, it reminded me of that from my childhood. Experience. At least you don't do swimming. She literally does <laughs> acting. So oh, she that's has facts. to, like, still do this thing that yeah. she's, like, it's just like so messed up on so mm. many levels. Yeah, it is. It but, really is. But we did um, put some s- questions on Instagram. We did. We did. Well, I say questions. It was one question. <laughs> yeah, it's okay though. And we did. We got a response, which friendly reminder that we will be posting questions on Instagram every week before we record. If you want to hear us say your answer on the show, check us out on Instagram. You know already at she will read. So, yeah, kick it with us. What was the question? I'm, like, trying to hold it over here. Oh, yeah. Also, FYI, like, when we pull our phones out, if it's too close to the mic, you're going to hear, like, So I'm just going to look away. Yeah. But if you hear it, that's why. Okay. So um, we got one that said. What was the the, the question? Oh, question. 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 (laughs) Did your parents ever coach you and coaches in quotation marks? Mm -hmm. Um, by telling you what you did wrong and was it helpful or hurtful? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we got a little answer. A little response. Um, and it said, yes, mom hurtful, dad helpful, but my dad wasn't helpful enough to undo my mom's damage, mm. which is an unfortunate one. Yeah, and I think it's very similar to Jeanette's In a, way, in a really Ooh, real me. way. Jeanette's situation, a little indigestion. Hey, hey, girl. <laughs> um, where it's like, yeah, I, I can relate to that person. Where it's like, because my mom did shit like that too. Where I was like, this is not what you're thinking that you're doing right now. You're not giving what it's supposed to give. Right. You think it is. Mm-hmm. Which it's not giving. Ooh, that's another good episode title. It's not giving. Noted. <laughs> Noted. She's like noted for yeah when i edit this. for when i edit this literally <laughs> um so yeah so like her jeanette's feeling bad because she feels like she failed mm-hmm. in a sense yeah and she literally says i know she means well talking about her mom she just wants me to stop messing up and not doing as well as i could she just wants me to be as impressive as i can be she's just being a good mom this is something we see a lot mm-hmm. in this book is her justifying her mom's actions Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in a way that's just like she is very loyal to her mom Mm -hmm. it's amazing it is it is all right moving on chapter 20 chapter 20 yes all right y'all so this one was a little yikes (laughs) so it starts with mom yelling chug the gatorade chug it and um, she's chugging the Gatorade, but then her mom's like, but don't get it on your shirt. Mm-hmm. She leans forward to avoid spilling on her shirt. Her mom's like, keep chugging. Yeah, she's like chugging this thing of Gatorade. <laughs> and um, she's just like, I do. Like, she just like literally does every anything her mom wants her to do. She's mm. just literally there to be obedient. Be obedient. And so she's very sick. And that's, we realize why she's chugging this Gatorade. Mm-hmm. And has 103 fever. Mm-hmm. But her mom doesn't want to skip out on the first audition that they have with this new agent, Miss mm-hmm. Susan Curtis. Mm-hmm. And um, she doesn't want to do that because it would be, what's the word she used? Not professional. Non-committal. Non-committal, yeah. She didn't want to cancel because it looks bad, basically. Mm-hmm. And so she forces her daughter to get up. And her, she's like heavy, like the sickly, gross, like, I mean... she. Yeah, like when you're sick, you don't want to do shit, but sit on the couch and like rest. Yeah. Especially with 103 fever, like you're literally burning up. You should not be anywhere. Now that we've had COVID, we're like, this right. is obvious, but like, I guess. Anyway. And like, if you have 103, like you're contagious, like you can get somebody else sick too. Oh, for sure. You're contagious. So it's just rude <laughs> on so many levels of on her mom. Um. Okay, so she's auditioning for a network crime show um, and she's a homeless 11 year old child in this role and so she is kind of relieved that it's not like something she has to look super nice for Mm because she feels gross Um, and she does well enough to get a call back 
And um, she gets a few of those, too. A few. Right. Mm -hmm. So she ends up like (laughs) coming in for the last one and she's not feeling as bad anymore. Mm -hmm. But because of that, she is way more nervous. Mm -hmm. And so she's just trying to calm her nerves. And um, her mom's anxiously whispering to her as if there is something she can do like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she, she's like, I feel awful, mom. Like I can't perk up. I can't right, really do, do anything at this point. I'm just here to like audition and leave and like sleep for 24 hours straight. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, the director is like, um, you're quiet because mm-hmm. she's petrified. <laughs> right. Literally petrified. Um, so he tells her don't worry about it just have fun and she's like this is not a fun role mm-hmm. i'm watching a person get shot the homeless man that takes care of her is literally getting shot um, in the scene yeah like it's very much giving not fun dark <laughs> yes like this is um not a fun situation and she's thinking about it very literally but What's interesting is if she liked acting, like it would be fun. Right. Like getting into this character, getting into the role. Right. But she like is doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what's really interesting, I thought, was I had watched this interview um, mm-hmm. called it was like there's a dude who interviews other people and it's called Diary of a, a CEO. Mm-hmm. And I've heard of that. It's good. The guy's really, he asks great questions and he's like really good at listening and mm. like people open up to him. He's got one of those presences. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cole Sprouse was the one I was watching. Oh, okay. And he actually was in a very similar situation to Jeanette. Mm. His mom was like very narcissistic and wanted him and his brother to be in acting, to pay bills and like support the family. Mm. And he mentions that there's two types of children actors. There's the theater kids, and then there's the ones who are like just being forced to be there by their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, I guess it's a really weirdly common thing. And like, I don't know, there's some sort of like child labor laws situations where I guess the money's pretty good in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. So I thought that was um, interesting, but she does end up getting this this part. The six mm-hmm. minute audition goes by really quickly, mm-hmm. which to me means she's getting lost in it. Yeah. And um, they call her mom that night mm-hmm. and her mom's super excited. <laughs> she's of like, course. my baby's homeless. My baby's got edge. <laughs> God, and it's just like, all right, the madness continues. All right, so chapter 21, if you're following along with us, that's on page 74. And uh, we learn that one of Jeanette's very good skills is being able to cry on cue, which is so huge. sad. And, and it's huge, but it's like still like sad. We'll get into that. Um, and so basically we start the chapter off with she's making her first resume which is like supposed to be a really big deal in the industry, especially at her age, which right now she's about 11 years old. Yes, it was nice to get an age check. Yeah, an age check. I thought about that too. I was like, okay, all right. I see where we're at now. Mm-hmm. And her mom's helping her do this, of course. And uh, Barely. Well, barely. Yeah, she's like trying to make her brother her some food. making SpaghettiOs. <laughs> Okay. But she's still like, put this in bold letters. Really do like this. She is the bossy mom. Right. But something that pointed out to me was when Jeanette said, I could buy Microsoft Word and The Sims with part of my paycheck. Mm -hmm. She wasn't using for bills. It was worth it. So basically like her mom, like what you were just saying of her mom using the money she's getting from acting to help pay for their bills. And like, I guess her treat is like, oh, you can get Microsoft Word and The Sims with part of your paychecks that we're like not using to pay the bills in the house, which, which it's like. I remember her saying that like it's going into an account and mm-hmm. like all this stuff. So I'm kind of wondering like what's not really it, going on behind remember, the Remember her mom said it was part like part of it's going into an account that's not a part of her like her mom's salary plus essentials uh, but that like, her mom's that's getting. What I guess. I guess maybe more what I'm wondering is like, 
what like what is the percentage that's her salary and then what is the percent that's going to her bills because i think it's like 20 percent. i think that's what she said so the bills is like an another percentage i'm not really sure you maybe know. we'll get into a deeper breakdown but i remember I she like talked about it taking way more than just that 20 percent for different things that are bill related and like you know what i mean yeah it, it's got to be more so i don't know maybe we'll get into that maybe we'll see i want to know i need to see the <laughs> records um, so yeah, she's typing out this resume and they're trying to use words that'll like, you know, suggest like the type of actress that she is. So they're talking about how her special skills is kind of the section of the resume that we're at. Yeah. And <laughs> she talks about how she learned how to pogo stick because for one role, she didn't know how to pogo stick and her mom literally bought her a pogo stick and made her like practice practice. <laughs> and it's like every time she can't do something for a role, her mom automatically like it's like all right bet we're gonna like train you hardcore and you're gonna be able to do this for the next audition when it's like a pogo stick really like that's so random. niche and random like how many audition like how what's the payoff here i bet she did use a pogo stick on iCarly for some Probably. reason because i Probably. could so see her character doing that you're so right but like it's just it's just a lot well, this um, is her job. I mean, true. wouldn't you invest in your career? Bitch. That's I how mean, her Yeah, yeah, I know. I, but that's what I would tell her mom, bitch. <laughs> Period, though. <laughs> Deborah, chill the fuck out. That, yeah. Maybe another great episode name. <laughs> <laughs> We're on a roll today. <laughs> Just pulling him out of a hat at this point. Literally. So, yeah. So... But she's saying none of these special skills that she's writing is as important mm -hmm. as this three word one, which is crying on cue. I mean, that's that's talent. it is. A, that is talent. Being able to cry. I can't cry on cue. I can't at all. Like, I have to but be really we realize who she inherits. Right. Like, mm -hmm. And so crying on cue is a skill that you want in every child actor. And everything else pales in comparison, basically. I'm trying to think of how many times I've seen a child actor cry. And it's like, that's a lot, a lot of the, <laughs> what they're doing on yeah. camera. Mm -hmm. And so basically, uh, the first time she cried on cue was in acting class. And her, the teacher told her to take an object from home and think of a sad story to go with it to be able to you know, develop this skill. And she brought in a stapler because Dustin and Scotty, her brothers, draw a lot. And they staple their drawings into little packets to categorize them, which I thought was really cute. Yeah. And so basically she like she also she also mentions like she never uh, thinks of her mom dying. And we go back oh. to her birthday wish that she talks about, which I thought it was a one time thing. But apparently every year, like that is her wish for her mom not to get cancer and die again. It makes sense, weirdly enough. And so she never wants to use that. Like, she says it's off limits. She says, even though she's been in remission for years, her health is still fragile enough that I don't want to jinx anything. Since her life is in my hands in my <laughs> annual birthday wish. She does take it very seriously. She does. and But then she says, my brother's lives, on the other hand, are perfectly okay to exploit for artistic growth. Which I was like, God damn. I mean, you know her mom told her that. Probably. Her mom definitely probably had something to do with that. And so she does really well in her acting class. And uh, her teacher is, like, just blown away. And from that point on, it, like, she got all the auditions that required crying on cue. And, like, to the point where even casting directors are like, so tell me about the kid who cries. Like, yeah. it's just, like, she's really popular. And she says, granted, crying on cue is not fun for me. Mm. It was one of the more miserable experiences of my life, sitting in a cold casting office, imagining tragic events that harm my beloved family. Like, the, the thoughts that you have to think about to be able to just, like, be able to do this skill. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like acting does require you to, like, embody these emotions mm -hmm. that sometimes, like, they're not great emotions to embody. Right. And the toll that takes on you mentally mm -hmm. and emotionally. Yeah, like, and she's 11 years old. like Which is already such a, like... Emotional time. Hormonal time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all that stuff. So it's like on top of that, like, having to recover. I feel like you could give yourself PTSD or something. Probably. More than likely. And so even her mom, like, would say things like, imagine if the spinal tap went wrong. Uh, because Dust, her brother Dustin had meningitis and had a spinal tap. Like, 
bro, what the fuck? Yeah, her mom's just like, uh, yeah, they're healthy, they're fine. Right. But me, I'm fragile. You can't think about me like that. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so she's just really good at crying. <laughs> <laughs> and the, uh, she says, like, the cat, like, she's doing this audition and the casting director is like i mean you have the part but like i want to see it again like holy shit yeah she's like or whoever it is is making light of it because you know i guess that it, i it's not like she it's didn't not like mean they it. know right yeah, it's like no harm she thought no foul but like Jeanette's like this her process literally like you can't but she did right but she did and she says and so i did it again i had become the cirque du soleil performer of crying on cue which was kind of dark as hell. Mm-hmm. Not the circus. To, like she's, she's some a circus sort of act. freak of nature. Right. Like, I don't like how they talking about my girl, Jeanette. I don't either. And But we're going to get more into this whole crying on cue thing soon. Uh, okay. But all right, moving on to chapter 22. Whew, all right. So this <laughs> is a good chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Jeanette is in a, another audition. She's in the waiting room, which is like, I feel like that's her home at this point. Right, waiting for the next audition. Very much so. And um, it's some network police show. And Emily is her character. This mm-hmm. was like a, not a guest star role, but like a guest it's like a level above, right? Where yeah. she keeps coming back type right. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, the audition is a scene where Emily gets a called in, or Emily gets called in for an interrogation and starts getting overwhelmed, um, and then the tears fall. So she is in this waiting room, kind of trying to muster up her sad energy. Mm-hmm. Was probably listening to Lana Del Rey. If they had that <laughs> back probably then. Did it. They probably did that. <laughs> Maybe the equivalent. No, they definitely right. Yeah, there was a lot of sad white girl music at that time. That Facts. was like the epitome of it. I'm so weak. It was. They were in their bag. Okay. <laughs> um, but she's she's not listening to headphones, y'all. She's just doing the thing where she can imagine someone in her family getting brutally, violently killed, murdered, hurt, whatever somehow. it takes, and um, just you know. But it's not really kind of working this time. Mm-hmm. She feels like very disconnected this time, like to her emotions. She feels actually irritated. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't want to do this. I actually don't think it's going to work. And so she kind of like pulls on her mom, like, mom, you know. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to cry on cue. Yeah, like just kind of straight up. Um, she's like, I'm apologizing because she can't. She's like, I don't think I'm going to be able to cry. Yeah. And they know or she notes that her mom is reading the diet section of this women's magazine. And, you know, recently, which I'll have to send you all these little things I'm talking about, like yeah. the link to the diary, of the CEO, yeah. because this part reminded me of the po- this podcast I listened to, which is a new podcast from a YouTuber I really like. It's called Highbrow. Mm-hmm. And she talks about. I think I sent it to you guys in our group chat or something. Potentially. It was the history of dieting. Oh, oh, you did. I haven't listened to it yet, though. It's good. It's so good. Um, I tried to, like, send it to y'all at a time, like, the time marker to where it's relevant. easier. But the whole thing is really good. And it just talks about, like, how dieting pills were invented and, like, how they got really um, heavily prescribed to just people specifically um women that were staying at home and like the house the homemakers of their family mm-hmm. and how they as moms were like required not required but kind of it fell on them to because they're cooking and with their kids the most yeah. they like are kind of in charge of the weight of their children mm-hmm. and all of that can be like <laughs> that's why i think a lot of people have body trauma issues from their mom Mm. um because they take it really um as their like job and it said like a lot of different things about how it affected their mental health and like all of this stuff but i think that that all started the whole dieting craze that kind of Jeanette's mom Deborah is like in the midst of mm. and so it kind of made me feel for Miss Deborah, who I'm like so upset at for the way she's raising Jeanette but at the same time like she's a victim of the media and like what they're 
telling them like the yeah. doctors are prescribing this stuff and like fashion people are making clothes and like these specific sizes and you got to fit thing. into them so it's like yeah it's like a systematic issue which i guess everything is Ooh, child, that's a whole other thing but yes yes uh and so her mom's like convincing her like oh you're gonna you're gonna cry like you're gonna be fine like of course you will you are emily you are emily which is this character she's auditioning for yeah which is the thing that like you had just talked about of like actors committing to a role and it made me think about the dark knight um which Heath Ledger Heath Le- I'm glad you're because I like that quick I forgot like how he got so engulfed in that role and ultimately method ended up, acting is a killer yeah but and that's some people's process right and but it, I mean it's a dangerous one and something you really have to take care of yourself for um so they don't talk about that like there needs to be like therapy after I'm sure they're there probably there is. is yeah but it's sometimes like you just get so far in like it's hard to get out yeah and i think that probably therapy for roles i don't know if that was you know as common back mm. in the day just like therapy in general wasn't as common right. so right Who knows? you know things like that um but anyway that sounded like a threat to me by the way when she said that mm-hmm. like you better cry <laughs> <laughs> like nah yeah because you better do it <laughs> Which we're or gonna, else <laughs> we're gonna get more into that too mm-hmm. um but um jeanette's kind of just like uh yeah this has never happened before but she's okay. not feeling it but this is my special skill and this is what's good for me and this mm-hmm. is what's good for mom and it's gonna make her happy so she's like she takes a deep breath she walks into that room mm-hmm. and she auditions and <laughs> it doesn't go well what she felt that in her gut and her gut was right what's your gut be right your gut do be right she literally says i have it highlighted on 79 a part of me is resisting my mind forcing this emotional trauma on itself a part of me is saying no it's too painful i'm not doing this like there's this part of true feeling yeah but like she's trying to fight it basically i know and oh see it's like you don't know Mm -hmm. in that moment like the the damage you're doing you know what i mean you can't yeah. see the future right you're just like oh it's gonna be fine it's just this one time mm-hmm. but like deep knows? inside you're like wait 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 hold up have we really thought about saying, this slow mm-hmm. down caution yield yeah yank, all of stop. the things yeah um but we kind of basically they're on their way home now you mm-hmm. know we life goes on and it's silent in the car and she is like I have to tell my mom this like I feel this in my gut I've never felt this sure about the fact that I don't want to do this acting thing anymore so Mm -hmm. she's like mom I don't want to act she didn't even realize she said it actually yeah like it was such. it kind of just came out where that's happened to me before where i'm like anxiety where it's like okay i gotta do this thing i gotta do this thing i gotta do this thing and then you do it and you're like you blacked out you black out yeah in that moment oh that that actually reminds me of like my own childhood trauma of like my dad just being like temperamental as fuck and like Mm. being very much like protective of me so whenever there was like something i wanted to do out with my friends that i thought he wouldn't approve of Mm -hmm. i would like sit there for a week i've already like found out about this event that's happening that i want to go to on friday night Mm -hmm. and like i knew about it two weeks ago but i don't ask him till the day before yes and he's like why didn't you like you just asked me about this now like why are you doing that and it's because i was like waiting for the perfect moment yeah and i had so much time thinking about it that it like i should have just ripped the band-aid off every time and i wouldn't do it every time Mm -hmm. so anyway um, yeah. And then you do, and then you black out. And so. then you black out. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta love this like throwback shit that you end up feeling when you are reading, which this book is so good at doing. Yeah, you're like, oh, like literally, even even while we're talking, I'm like, oh shit. And then, and then yeah. another thing. And then another thing. But, but yeah. But her mom is like just kind of in that threatening way again, like. <laughs> don't be silly you love acting it's your favorite thing in the world mom says <laughs> in a way that makes it sound like a threat because it was a threat she 
Jeanette is like, oh my god. She's so torn in this moment. I feel like she's looking out the window, like, what do I do? Like, I want to stand my ground and like listen to these strong feelings, but also like my mom's about to lose her fucking shit. <laughs> so she goes on again. Um, she like is literally her face is getting hot. Like this is really inside of her that she has to say it. Mm-hmm. She says, no, I, I really don't want to. I don't like it. It makes me uncomfortable. And her mom's face just completely clenches up like she is sick. Mm-hmm. She's like, you can't quit. This was our chance. This was our chance. And I underline and highlight it. Our, our, our. This is our chance. Your chance. It was your chance. Mm-hmm. That's what I would have started yelling if I was Jeanette. I know. I wish. Oh, I wish I could have gone into her body. I bet she wishes she could in this moment, too. Right. And then, like, after that, after that happens, she describes it as her mom's banging on the steering wheel, accidentally mm. hitting the horn, mascara trickling down her cheek. She's hysterical. Like, she was in that Hollywood homicide audition. Wow. And she said her hysteria frightens me and demands to be taken care of. Never mind. <laughs> like, that's literally what she said. She's like, nope. She lo- she's like yelling it so her mom can hear her through the sobs. Mm-hmm. And she just quick as a, like, you know, drop of a hat. It's not me saying that twice this episode. That's so interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but she just immediately stops crying. And mm-hmm. Jeanette's like, hmm. I'm not the only one that can cry on you. <laughs> I was like, you better, Jeanette. Oh. because in that moment i was like oh my god it's like an episode of actors on actors have you seen that on youtube no another thing i gotta show you that one too <laughs> we're gonna have a youtube date or something yeah like what the fuck yeah but it's just me. these actors in a round table like the best actors and they're all just talking about their experiences with a certain topic so they'll ask oh. them a question and then angela bassett will say something and then <gasps> Someone else. Not Angela Bassett did the thing. They've got the pig pole. (laughs) Um, It's like, wow. And they just keep saying amazing things. It's just like, wow, wow, wow. But like, they're all the best, the creme de la creme. Mm. And that's what it felt like in this moment of like, oh, she's an actress. She thinks she's an actress. But you know who's really the actress and who has actually been watching all of this acting classes and watching her do the dance. Mm. And like this, she's also been learning. Yeah. She knows how to fucking act too. She's just waiting for somebody to be like, "Um, Deborah, you know, we need you for a mother role with Jeanette. Like, could you please audition? <gasps> wow. She's like waiting for that I moment. I didn't think about that. Like, but this, this, this knows, whole thing but... from Jump we knew was all about her wanting to be an actress and how her parents didn't let her. So now she's forcing it on her child. And, and like, her child is literally telling her straight up what she's never done before. Right. She's never straight up just been like, I don't want to do this. Which just like claps for Jeanette. I'm like snapping because I only have one hand, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, this is a huge moment for Miss Jeanette, even mm. though <laughs> she did say never mind. Yeah, she's like, I want this to end. Like, she's let like, me just... I want to get home safely. Because <laughs> her mom was breaking down. Right. And she like almost it's so scary. This next thing that she talks about. it It's dark. It's really dark. Um, OK, so basically Jeanette's on her distract mom. That's always step two of like calming her down is like distract her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, hey, do you want to listen to Phil Collins? Because she knows that's her mom's favorite CD. And mm-hmm. so her mom's like, okay. <laughs> like mood completely switched completely. up. Completely. Which to me, I'm like, that's fake. That's gotta be fake. If yeah. you're just able to switch up like that. Yeah. Like she knows what she's doing. She not. That's so devious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It but really I don't is. know if she's like aware of how fucked it is. It's so like... I- it's I don't think so. Crazy. Yeah, it's I don't like, think so. That's why I feel like it's almost not devious, but it's but it is. But it's it like is. it is. Even if that wasn't your intention, that's what you're doing mm. by definition. Mm. Like she doesn't get an out just because she's not necessarily aware. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, but anyway, she starts singing the song. <laughs> la la. And she said, "Come on, why aren't you singing along, Dad?" <laughs> Gosh. And so she starts singing along, of course. And this last part gets me. She's like, I throw on my best fake smile to go with it. 
And she said, maybe I wasn't able to bring the tears for the Without a Trace audition, but I was able to bring the smile for mom on our drive home. Either way, it's performing. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. God. That was a good one. That was that was the one that kicked off like, all right, we getting in this shit here now. All right, so moving on, 23. 23. Literally the first line. A little girl shouldn't have to worry about her entire family, Grandpa says to me one afternoon. The way I circled that. Really? Yes, because thank you, Grandpa. Right. Finally, somebody. Grandpa's but, but Grandpa, been, right. Grandpa's been on right game. Okay, Gramps. Gramps is a girl. <laughs> now I have to name this. That's this one's for, for the girls. This one's for the girls. The girls. Grandpa. Mm, Grandpa. Came through. All the women around you might be crazy, Grandpa, <laughs> but you are not crazy. Yeah, he's like, You're he can tell she's stressed. She's pacing back and forth. Of course, she's trying to memorize these lines for this audition because what else does she fucking do? This is her life. This is her life. And uh, it's just, there's a lot of adult content in this too. And she has to have this like Russian accent. And it's just a Very lot. layered. Mm-hmm. It's like 14 pages, I think. Yeah, it's really long. Something crazy. And she's outside. And her mom doesn't let her be outside alone because this little girl had gotten kidnapped up the street, which valid. And so her grandpa's outside doing this with her. Uh, just watering the lawn <laughs> chilling doing this with her aka just sitting there as she paces back and forth yeah. the lawn, like with this thick packet trying like, to memorize it i would have to be like this is kind of weird like you're this 12 like you should really be having fun which is basically what mm-hmm. his what he says to her right he literally says i just think you deserve to be a kid okay can i read this um yeah Okay, they're just the next paragraph was so heartbreaking to me. Mm-hmm. She said, my eyes well with tears and not from forcing them to. This is a natural welling. I can't remember the last time I cried naturally. I'm taken off guard. I shuffle my feet. I was just like, oh my goodness. She hasn't cried like a real cry, like a real her own mm-hmm. emotion. Cry. Like, I cannot imagine being that far away from your emotions. Right, that disconnected. It's it's really sad. Um, and her grandpa's just, you know, trying to embrace her, like, come give me a hug. Like, I like basically like I hate this for you and I hate that there's not more that I can do to help you. But I want you to know that I don't think this is right and that I don't think this is he OK. Said, I see you. Yeah. Like almost validating her feelings in a sense, because this is I think the first time we're actually seeing someone like talk to her as a person as a person and like how she feels and how this situation is like even from another adult perspective mm-hmm. of like this ain't all the way right mm-hmm. and like actually like talking to her about it yeah that's big it I mean really that's big. gotta feel good for her which mm-hmm. you know we're seeing but I mean right um she says she smells a little bit like beef jerky, but it's nice and cozy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and he works at Disneyland. And so he gives her this Mike Wazowski from Monsters, Inc., this little toy. And it's a little present for her. And she's like, he's kind of funny looking, isn't he? And they're just like having this moment. <laughs> he makes her laugh. And she's just like, thank you for basically like seeing me and being here for me. Yeah. And she even says fun isn't a thing I'm particularly familiar with. Life's a serious thing. There's a lot going on in this place. Being prepared and working hard and doing well are far more important than fun. I tuck Mike Wazowski into my pocket and go back to my Russian accent. Like this little like blip of a moment of like fun. Yeah, if fun. That's like what you can call that. Right. Somebody seeing me, somebody acknowledging that this isn't okay, but like, you know, reminding me to try and just, you know, have a little bit of fun with it, even though I'm in this, like, shitty situation. Like a silver lining in a way. Yeah, and, like, that I'm here for you and, like, you know, just having somebody in your corner through this hard time. That was really sweet. It was really sweet. It was nice to have that moment, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, but now we get back into 24, where we're wrapping it up here. It's the last chapter for this episode. We are on page 84, Thank you for the page count. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, yeah. guys. So she is really happy. 
We're starting with that. Mm. She has written her first screenplay. It's mm-hmm. called Henry Road, which I'd still like to read it if you want to release it somewhere. Right. Not a writer. Miss McCurdy. <laughs> and she's so excited to show it to her mom. But her mom is in the hospital, mm-hmm. which apparently she goes to the hospital for things besides cancer, like all the time. Yeah. To get things checked out, make sure everything's OK. Um, she has different things going on. Mm-hmm. That's unrelated to her cancer, she says. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so grandpa drives her to the hospital mm-hmm. and he, or she writes that they had a Bush Cheney bumper sticker, which just like, to me, like painted the scene of like mm-hmm. what part of time we're in. And I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. I love a little moment. <laughs> so she's like kind of thumbing through her pages. Her grandpa's like, don't get a paper cut. Yeah. Like I cute little grandpa. Moments. Yeah. He's so cute. <laughs> And when they get to the hospital, she's like, hi, mom, um, and sits down next to her and notices that she hasn't eaten any of the food on her little tray. tray. Mm-hmm. Um, she also is kind of like looking around. This is a new hospital that she's never been to, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like more luxurious than the usual one. It feels more boutique is what she says. Um, and her mom's like, you wrote a screenplay? Yeah. And she really wants her to be impressed, but there's more of a concerned look that's going on. Um, And just starts asking her these off-topic questions like, have you been going outside every day for 20 minutes to get your vitamin D? And she's like, of course. And her mom's like, and you've been going to your dance classes? She's like, yep. And (laughs) she um, like picks up the cover, but there's just no like pride. Yeah. Like she's not excited about it. She's not like, oh my God like you wrote a screenplay like tell me more like she's not interested exactly that's perfect perfect uh perfect representation of the (laughs) the vibes Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and she uh, basically just like what's what's wrong (laughs) um and her mom looks down and gives her one of the like many faces that Jeanette knows which is her apparently most rehearsed look which i was like not rehearsed which i guess she it feels like i feel like her mom is like acting in her whole life in a way like mm, that's wild <laughs> like she is an actress and so anyway her mom's like i just um i just i don't want you to like writing more than you like acting <laughs> She's like, you're so good at acting. So, so good. It's like one of those things where, like, it reminded me of a very Southern thing that people do. Where they're like, oh, that's cool. But, like, this other thing that you do is, like, really, really good or blah, 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 blah. Like, basically trying to, like, steer them away. Nice, nasty. Yeah. Nice, nasty is a great way to put it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very nice, nasty. And so that little thing works on Jeanette and she just immediately feels really ashamed and embarrassed Mm -hmm. and she was so proud of it it made me very sad yeah and she even says through writing I feel power for maybe the first time in my life I don't have to say somebody else's words I can write my own I can be myself for once I know she loves writing I mean we're reading her book (laughs) right that's what I thought about too I I was was like like, oh as we're like reading this this is like a huge deal for you actually mm-hmm. because of now we're realizing like your mom wasn't supporting that Mm-mm. um which is really upsetting but i liked what she said about it she said nobody's watching nobody's judging nobody's weighing and no casting directors or agents or managers or directors or mom mm. just me and the page writing is the opposite of performing to me performing feels inherently fake writing feels inherently real and mm-hmm. I was like, that's fucking deep. It was very deep. But her mom's like, okay, good, good. Like, this isn't something you're just, like, going to try to ditch acting for. Even though Jeanette's like, that sounded so fake. But her mom's like, great. She's like, I don't think she's even listening really, really. Right, no. She mm. wants to hear what she wants to hear, and that's it. Yeah. But then her mom says something really out of pocket. So out of pocket. And this is why I was feeling like that almond mom. Oh, so I can read that if we have time. Yeah. okay period because we that was the question we really got more responses for and like that shit does be triggering so i can see why Mm -hmm. um her mom says writers get or she said well good like you know because she just jeanette just told her she likes acting more Mm -hmm. for those that forgot (laughs) (laughs) she said writers dress frumpy and get fat you know 
I would never want your little actress peach butt to turn into a big giant writer's watermelon butt. Which I feel like this feeds into like the whole body dysmorphia conversation Very and like body so. image and dieting. Like she's projecting her mm-hmm. own feelings onto Jeanette. Right. And of course, Jeanette notes what mom says. Mm-hmm. She says, okay, mom doesn't like me writing. She doesn't want me to get fat. And she takes her little screen play and just kind of packs it up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then as an afterthought, her mom's like, okay, now that we've gotten through this, what was your screenplay about? Which I was like, that's so rude. So rude. Oh, but then she says what it's about, which is it's a story of a 10-year-old boy and his best friend as they try and pair their single parents together. Which she says is basically what they did in The Parent Trap and just like immediately shoots her idea down. Right. She's like, oh, they did this already. Like, like they haven't done a million other like That's movies that are thinking. like kind of about the same thing. But like they make it their own to where it's not the same thing. Like it happens all the time. That's but her exactly mom. What I was thinking, how many mob movies are there? Right. But her mom's just so hell bent on like making this not whatever, a thing she'll say whatever you. Mm-hmm. she doesn't even have to believe it she doesn't even though i do think she believes this one and like writers are way more chill and like i love a writer vibe like mm-hmm. they are a lot more relaxed because they don't have to be in front of the camera so i i see where her where she, what she's thinking but like the way she's expressing this to her very influential young girl child is just so wacky yeah it and is really fat phobic and just messed up right and um which there was another didn't oh, like that at oh, all. my bad no go off i was gonna say we had another story question that you posted on instagram all right y'all so we asked any almond mom survivor stories and boy did y'all have some thoughts we got some stories um just for explanation's sake an almond mom is mm. a mom who is acts fat phobic i don't think they would claim fat phobia but they are the type of mom they've been coined almond mom because if you ask them for a snack in your house they're gonna tell you to eat some nuts basically eat some almonds like Mm -hmm. you're gonna be fine you don't need chips you don't need cheetos just eat some almonds like they're very much on the calorie restriction Mm -hmm. they're very much like concerned with what's getting put into your body they don't want you to eat two pieces of cake Mm -hmm. they're gonna judge you they're gonna be nice nasty about your weight to you and it just causes a lot of trauma right so that's what we mean by almond mom and we've got a few so one person said oh ha 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 my time has come (laughs) so let me go to her message because um i think that there's like some sort of time or a character limit yeah there's a character limit so this was a, D- a direct dm which y'all can do that if you don't have enough room yeah. like in the story box just dm us exactly exactly so we'll just what read this said. one because it's it's really long which is fine um but we're just gonna do one since it is longer yeah for time purposes okay so this one says my mom just the other day mentioned she ate a piece of toast and tomatoes for dinner because she can't possibly eat too much at night and if she gets hungry again, she has sparkling water to fill her stomach instead of eating more food. Smart. She supported me having herbal life shakes for dinner at 19 to stay skinny when I went to college. When I inevitably started gaining weight, she used to send me pictures of when I was skinny and compare them to my new figure. She straight told me to cut the amount of food I was eating in half, suggested I start intermittent fasting, and offered a consult and a treatment with a nutritionist as a Christmas present to lose weight. And she just wanted to mention that she wears a size large. So definitely not that it matters, but... It's just the intensity of it all. It's very much... This is what I'm thinking about all the time. More than you even are. And I'm going to like again project that onto you and i'm gonna help you by offering you these things Mm. that will help your situation like making it a you problem and i'm coming in as your savior like helping you when it's like i wasn't bothered by this or if i was like the thing is like you're aware of your weight you Mm -hmm. know what i mean you're living in your body you don't need anybody to call that out to you you don't and it's so disheartening and like literally heartbreaking when someone does and it's what it's your parent too especially your parent yeah 
Jeez, gosh. Um, but thank you all again for participating on our Instagram stories. We're going to have lots more of that throughout the season. Uh, thank you for sharing. Yes, for thank those you for that sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, our hearts go out to you because that's never okay. And like, yeah, there may be some more of this, which is just going to be a little triggering for mm-hmm. all of us. But I guess it's good to work through the trauma. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So next episode, we will be going because y'all don't know. Y'all know I can't do math. 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, and 30. Okay, even number. Even number of I'm Glad My Mom Died. Um, If you're following along with us, you know what to do. If you want to start following along with us and buy a book, go to our bookshop, go to our Amazon storefront so you can support your girls. And yeah, just stay tuned and just keep checking along with us up this roller coaster. This has been another episode (laughs) of She Will Red. I'm Alana. And I'm Samra. Bye, y'all. Peace.